Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Mindful Mystics, the new podcast from Paranormal Underground, author Karen Frazier, Cheryl Knight, and Chucky G. We are really excited to have the band back together. Cheryl and I took some time off after the last podcast, and we think we're ready to go. Are you guys ready to go? Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm ready. So ready to go, Karen. Do you think we remember how to do this? Uh, I guess we're gonna we're gonna find out right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're also using a new podcasting platform, not a podcasting, but like the re- podcast recording platform, right? And so right. there is like this huge chance that this whole conversation will just not work because I I didn't do it right. Just so you guys, fair warning. All right. So if we have to record it again, we have to record it again. But I'm pretty sure it's working. It says it's working. Everybody's on the call. So I think we can do it. So um, I think first, before we kind of get started with our episode, which is Karen and Cheryl and Chad's excellent haunted adventure, I thought that we could maybe do a little catch up because really it's been... It's been a year or so since we've all been off the air. So what say ya? Y'all want to catch up a little? Sure. We can catch up with some mustard, whatever you want. <laughs> also, I would just like to fair warning to our listeners. It is cold in allergy season, at least in Tennessee and Washington State. Not so sure about how it is in Chicago, but I was driving down I-5 yesterday, um, or as you Californians call it, the five. And there was <laughs> there was the white cottonwood stuff blowing everywhere, like it looked like it was snowing. So yeah, um, cold and allergy season. So Chuck, what's been up with you in the last year? <laughs> well, all sorts of stuff. Let's see. Um, well, I became unemployed for a while. That was not that was that was not much fun. Um, and some no. stuff with my health, but you know, got a new job, love it. It's awesome health. Checked everything out. All cylinders are firing, so that's good. Um, and lately, I've been wow, really busy. I mean, I just got a uh, hooked up with a guy who's going to um, bring in uh, a movie that I made from a long time ago. They're going to put the Blu-ray, which is going to go international once so I can get some more content. What? Yeah, it's through Vinegar Syndrome is the name of the company that you do like HD versions of B horror movies and stuff like that. So. I have a film that I made from the 90s. I guess I'm in this clique of the 90s, like cult directors. I didn't know this, but um, so uh, they've done a, a quite a few different like magazine articles and stuff and blogs and stuff. And uh, the guy approached me and we sold some on VHS and they sold it like crazy, like boom. So he says, I want to put a Blu-ray together because he's doing a bunch of different independent filmmakers, put a Blu-ray together and just, you know, I just need some extra content. We're going to put special features and little, you know, dips and stuff in there. And then, uh, so I have to sign a contract with them and then they'll, you know, it'll sell everywhere. Amazon, every, pretty much everywhere. So it'll uh, hopefully turn into Oh my into God, cool. that's amazing. You know, you and I talk all the time and this is the first time hearing of this. Well, yeah, this just, he just finally approached me and said, okay, I think it's time for you because he's been doing other directors, you know? And I said, yeah. well, you know, I still need like 30 to 40 minutes of content. So I'm in the midst of writing a script to create another straight to video, campy, silly horror movie. So I can put it with this one and some other little movies I've made. And then, um, 
once I do that, I sign the contract. They take it. They put it all together. They do all the marketing and the shipping. I don't have to do anything. I just get a check, you know, so it's going to be good there. So. Well, um, anything where you don't have to do anything but get a check sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So other than that, I mean, your normal stuff, you know, still running my website, doing life coaching and readings and such. And, you know, I uh, got onto TikTok finally and add that to my arsenal of social media. Um, oh, so, you're a TikToker. Oh, so yeah. I have had some, I'm about to sound like I'm a million years old. So I'll just what? apologize for that now. I've okay. had some of my younger friends tell me. You really need to get on the TikTok. Yes. And because, I just, yes. I, I don't know what to do with that. I don't dance. I don't sing. I, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'll do little clips and then basically it connects to my YouTube channel, which I've been running for the last year too, which is doing really good. Um, and it, so people can go to that and it's just another way for people to find you, I guess. And then just post little pictures and little videos just because you can do up to like 10 minutes now on TikTok. It's no more like. 10 second things anymore so it kind of helps to just get you out there into the younger bracket of people i guess huh. so yeah. well i will have to check out the TikTok. there you go yes. so yes, you i managed to adapt to facebook i managed to adapt to instagram <laughs> i'm on some podcast recorder where i don't know if it's going to work or not i'm sure i can figure out TikTok. i'm sure you can yep i'm sure i can so, so Cheryl, other than spending time with the most amazing person on the planet, me, what have you been doing in the last year? Wow, I have no idea how I'm gonna follow up Chuck's uh, vacation. Jeez, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> absolutely no TikTok, I have no entertainment deal. Uh, yeah, well, I, and I, my favorite part of Chuck's report is when Karen chimes in as Charlotte Ray, your Charlotte Ray impersonation of it is just amazing, Karen. What did I say? <laughs> I what? What? What, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> well, as as Cheryl learned on, as Cheryl and Chad learned on our road trip, I'm actually uh -huh. quite good at impressions. Yes, I did learn that. I did learn that. That's part of my vacation report. Karen is great at impressions. I've just been working hard in my day job and I've been doing the magazine, Paranormal Underground Magazine. I'm sure our listeners might have heard of it before. Maybe not. Maybe. But possibly. Been still cranking that out every month. Lots of fun. And uh, the, honestly, the last year, the, my, my biggest news that I had is I went on a 10-day vacation with a Karen and a Chad and I survived. She did. We we really need to, at least on like our Facebook page or something, we need to put your image that you created about that um as as part of the show notes because it I I she she wait she did not wait until I left Chuck. She did not yeah. wait until I left Tennessee before she posted this on social media. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So a little backstory on what we're talking about on uh -huh. our journey um, that we're going to talk about today, our haunted journey. We stopped at the Mothman Museum. I'm kind of giving a little spoiler away here, but in Point Pleasant, obviously, if you know of the Mothman, you know the story. There's a oh, museum yeah. there that is fabulous. It's a little cheesy museum that we absolutely loved. And 
I, I felt a little guilty for having so much fun in there, given that there was we a had so much fun. Yeah, a little tragedy involved there, obviously. But we were we were celebrating the Mothman, okay? Um, and we were taking goofy pictures with statues and with the Mothman and just really, really enjoying our time there. And we Karen says when we're posing next to this Mothman monstrous creature, she's like, act scared. So we, you know, acted really <laughs> frightened. In that picture, I cropped myself out and care. Okay, every time I'm feeling sad, all I do is <laughs> this picture of Karen and Chad looking scared for their lives next to and I laugh and I'm all good to go. So that is what we're talking about. We'll have to figure out a way if people are interested to show them this picture. We'll put it on our Facebook page or we'll something. We'll put it on yeah. Facebook. It, it, it makes it's me a smile classic. too. Yeah. It's yeah. real amazing. It reminds me of our fun time there and it just makes me happy to look at. And also, I didn't wait for Karen to leave. I no. took her back home. She was staying with us here in Tennessee. And the minute we got home, the night before she was leaving, I cropped myself out and cropped just Karen and Chad with their with their brilliant, frightened expressions. And I put that up on Facebook with the with the, in a meme that says, "I survived a ten day vacation with a Karen and a Chad." And it's my favorite thing in the world now that cheers me up every time I need to be cheered up. It is pretty. <laughs> it is pretty amazing. Yes. Yes, so, it's a phenomenal. I mean, you could have waited until I left, but you know, Chad also, I I actually literally thought that Chad was gonna basically like pull up at the airport, open the passenger door, stick his foot on my butt, and kick me out the door without coming to a stop. He was like, as we're driving back, um, the day before I'm supposed to leave, we we're heading back from Savannah, and Chad is like, Tomorrow I'm going to sit and play my video games and i'm gonna sleep in and all of these things that he didn't get to do while i was there i majorly cramped the dude's style man no you didn't he misses you karen seriously i miss him too here's here's the thing about chad he is a homebody to the highest degree and he's outside of his comfort zone when he's outside of the home i know he had so much fun on the trip he did really well because he also has a little social great. anxiety. Yeah. And he said that because it's like his comfort zone, but he had so he made so many great memories on the trip. He loved it. I wasn't even a little hurt by that. I actually just thought it was really funny. <laughs> it was. It was funny. I liked I liked to tease Chad about stuff like that. Poor Chad. Yeah. But. Karen, what what's your update? Oh gosh, I forgot all about me. Don't forget um, about you. Wrote a couple of books, went on a couple of trips, been to Sedona a few times. Nice. Um, yeah, my book about psychic, the ultimate guide to psychic abilities came out in the last year, as did Essential Crystal Meditation, and I think Chakra Crystals too. I think all nice. three of those are new since um since we stopped the show. And you know, I haven't I'm I'm not working on another book right now, and I'm good with that. I'm I'm working on a cookbook with somebody um, that that my name won't even be on, which is awesome. Um, and so yeah, I've kind of been focusing more on trying to actually do some things on social media, get information to people um, to really just help them understand all of the stuff I'm about. Um, I have been 
we came up with the podcast, of course, and I've been doing my job. My job has been insanely busy, like my real job. And I've been doing lots of readings and classes and, and that type of thing. So still staying connected with everything that I do, but kind of in a different way. And it's been fun. I've really enjoyed it. Oh, and I've been watching all of the reality TV shows about cults because they're fun. Ooh. Oh, is that that new one that I see? Is it Netflix? Um, the Deep End or something like oh, that? Oh, that's Teal Swan. Oh. Um, yeah. So I actually have watched a few of those. She interests me um, for sure because she ostensibly works in kind of the same space that we do, right? The very spiritual. And that's one of the things that um, Rob, Rob St. Helen, who, who, by the way, while we were on hiatus, for those of you who know him from the show, he actually died. He passed away. Um, gosh, what has it been like about three months ago now? I, I think. Um, and, but that's one of the things he used to tease me about. He used to call me Karen, the cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> with those shows. What, Cheryl? You said that, hence why you're obsessed with those shows. No, I have always been obsessed with cults since I was a little kid. It just fascinates me, um, all of it. Like, the whole thing is very, very interesting to me. And what makes a cult and what doesn't make a cult. And what mindset people are in. And, and just all of that stuff. It's always been super interesting to me. At some point, I think it would be really interesting to have, like, an expert come on the show and talk to us about cults because I'm really interested in them and yeah. just Ooh. understanding how I can start my own. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we should, we should start the cult of mindful mystics. Ooh, the mindful mystics. mystics oh, cult. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Drink. So if you've been following the social media, y'all, you've probably noticed that um, we went to Modern Mystics and then Mindful Mystics. That was a mistake. That was me. I was super tired when I updated it. We went through when we were trying to give this a refresh and a reboot. We wanted to give it a fresh name and fresh music and kind of fresh focus and all of those things because um, Cheryl and I have done about 400 episodes of podcasts together and Chuck and Cheryl and I have probably done 200 episodes together so you know refreshing things is nice every once in a while and so we went through all of these names and we settled on mindful mystics and for some reason modern mystics was just stuck in my head <laughs> was in there it's a great name it's a great name but it's not the name of our show well sure. that's true <laughs> that's okay that's okay i i didn't even notice that you did it because i start sharing it everywhere and all of a sudden i go wait a minute that's a mystics like oh god uh, just help perpetuate that some more there you go we're on good now so good, good. i yeah. fixed it yesterday facebook made me wait a week i had to have a cooling off period <laughs> <laughs> and then i fixed it all right so last month I got on a plane. Jim was working. Um, Jim has his his plant that he works at. at. Once every couple of years, they basically turn off the power plant and take everything apart. They call it outage. Um, and they fix everything because, you know, power is important. It needs to run. Yeah. So he is in outage and they said no vacations. Well, I had been invited to teach a class at the Edgar Casey. um Association for Research and Enlighten Enlightenment in Virginia Beach. And um, 
So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. They were going to fly me out and all of these things. So I set it up with Cheryl and Chad. They were going to come. They were going to come up there. And then we were going to just go do a few things afterwards. Like I was going to stay with them in Tennessee and we were going to maybe, I don't even remember. Oh, we were going to go to Waverly. That's what it was. We were going to go to Waverly because Cheryl had it planned. Um, so originally it was just the weekend. Then Cheryl was like, well, do you want to go to Waverly? And I was like, sure. And so I got my plane tickets. I decided to fly into Tennessee. And then Cheryl and Chad were going to drive me up to the thing in Virginia Beach because they were going to come. This is probably more detail than anybody needs. <laughs> but anyway, but then what happened is like I the day I got my presentation all set and everything ready to go, I'd already bought my plane tickets. And um, they COVID canceled. Like, it was like maybe what? Maybe 10 days out, Cheryl? Wow. It was close. It was, it was very close to the close to the event. It was maybe 10 days out. And so I told Cheryl, and she was like, well, are you still going to come? And I said, well, yeah. And so then we decided that we would just do this whole, we would add Gettysburg in to what would have been Virginia Beach. So that's how this haunted road trip was born. And I would like to say that we did invite Chuck to meet us at, was it Waverly who invited you yeah, to meet us yes, at? Correct, yes, correct. But, but you correct. were you were going through some of your health stuff at the time, right? And and it yeah, just, the yeah. drive wasn't going to be. And plus the job came up too. Yeah, everything came at the same time. So yeah. Yeah, it all came at the same time. So Chuck was invited. We did not leave Chuck out of this. <laughs> we just, it just. So um, I flew into Tennessee. I was there, I mean, for 10 days. I was with Cheryl and Chad. So, yeah, I days. thought we'd talk about some of the places we went and the things we saw and the experiences we had. I may have to actually pull up, like, my photos just so I can remember because I took a lot of them, as Cheryl is aware. Yeah, I still need your photos. I need to get you my photos. We need to exchange videos. We've got a lot of catching up to do on our post-vacation catch-up. We do. Well, I have been, since I got home, I have totally been catching up with work. Me um, too. Yeah. It was crazy how much catching up I had to do. So the very first thing that happened is that I was supposed to get into Knoxville at, what was it like? like 10 30 or something and they kept delaying my flight I think it was like nine or something 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 like i mean like a decent time right yeah. and i got delayed for five hours at dallas fort worth i don't recommend five hours mm -hmm. oh my god mm -hmm. yeah and i kept messaging cheryl because like every three minutes say an update your flight has been changed to 6.15, your flight has been changed. And it was a pretty quick flight from Dallas to Knoxville, like hour and 45 minutes maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but the good news was what is what that meant is that everybody had bailed because they delayed us by five hours. And so the flight was only half full. So I had like a row of seats to myself. So bonus. Hey, there's a positive right there. That's right. So anyway, they picked me up. It was like 1.30 probably before we even got back to their place. And we didn't have anything. We were just going to go up to the park the next day, right, Cheryl? Yeah. Um, we were just going to go travel around the Great Smoky Mountains, go to Cades Cove, which is a beautiful scenic loop drive. And um, so we didn't have, you know, we were going to just play it by ear, be casual. We didn't have anything set in stone. 
So I was reunited with um, Bettina. That was exciting. For those of you who have listened to the show for a long time, um, all the versions of the show, you will recognize the name Bettina as the haunted doll that I sent Cheryl that is Cheryl's twin, but in a haunted doll. So, I remember that doll. <laughs> yeah, I was reunited with Bettina. It was lovely to see her. I left her in a little hat when I left. I gave her a hat. Aww. So, yes. Karen, I've been dying mm -hmm. to ask you because we really haven't gotten to catch up after you left um, in detail. Did you get any messages, any vibes, anything from Bettina while you were here? No, nah, she seemed pretty chill. Okay. Yeah, good. I mean, I, you know, I, when I first came in, I set a bunch of stuff down and realized I'd put it on Bettina and I apologized to her. Yeah. But she let <laughs> me live. No, Yay. she always had a really <laughs> sweet energy and she continues to have a sweet energy. Um, so you guys had been having some stuff going on in your house, though. And yeah. so, so Ooh. I, you kind of wanted me to see what was up with that. But, Really, it just kind of felt more like, um, I mean, it felt, it didn't feel like there was anything bad. It just felt chill. Good, because a couple of the things, it was a couple of the incidences were like, hey, we're trying to get your attention, you know, in a paranormal way. And yeah. then one of them felt threatening. Now, I can't 100% say it wasn't me, but what I'm saying is I was watching TV one night when I felt pain in the back of my neck. And... I felt back there and it was a, it was a, a scratch. And so I, it started burning and I asked Chad to look at it and he's like, yeah, it's like a red welty scratch. Well, I hadn't scratched. Well, I, at least I can't say hundred percent, but I, I hadn't scratched myself. So I thought, well, that's weird. And so I thought, is this, is this threatening or is it not? And a couple, couple objects fell, fell off, you know, one fell off the printer table, you know, another one moved a little bit. So we were just having a, a few things around here. And so we asked Karen to see what, she, what, what her thoughts were on it. So that's what we're talking about. Well, I think, I still think that um, some of it is Chad's energy. Yeah. Yeah. I, because I do that to things too. Mm-hmm. So I do and think Chad, some of that is, is Chad. And Chad, for listeners who don't know Chad, Chad is my husband. He's the publisher, co-creator of Paranormal Underground Magazine, and he used to occasionally host um, and participate in Paranormal Underground radio podcast. And um, he, he's, he's slightly psychic. We like to say slightly because he doesn't like to call himself psychic. <laughs> so um, I tease him that he's slightly psychic because he does have psychic visions at times. And I believe his energy does cause psychic phenomena, meaning like a light switch will go on by itself after he walks out of the room, a chair's turned around by itself after he walks out of the room, you know, it, things like that, where I think it's his energy causing the activity mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. yeah, that happens occasionally. I have stuff so, like that happen around the house here too. And I mean, we do have a resident ghost upstairs, right? Yeah. But mm. I, I think it's, I, I think a lot of times it's me. I think a lot of the electrical stuff is me because like, I can't wear watches. I, you know, blow out lights, you know, I'm that person. So I get it. I think, I think a lot of it is Chad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that is a, is a possible explanation too. I was just really curious to see if any, any spirits had, had, you know, come in and, and we're living here, maybe Bettina I don't know. I was I was just curious what you were thinking on that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think 
Bettina was is like I say, but she's super chill, right? She's just kind of there. She's and not. She has her own room. She has her own room. She has a she has a kitty hat. Yeah. She, she yeah. has her own room. You have her own. She has her own room. Yeah, own I shared. Room. I shared a room with Bettina while I was there. Okay. She she lives was in it? the guest room. She lives yes, in the guest room, and okay. about um, almost you know most of the year nobody is in there, so she has her own room. Mm. Yeah. So you share you shared the room with her, Karen. Yeah, yeah. I shared it. Cheryl asked. She nice. said, "You want me to take Bettina out of here?" And I was like, "No." Oh, you that's know, nice. Was it like was it like bunk bed style or no? <laughs> I just slept with her. I you know curled up with just, her. No, she's she's she sits on the dresser right in front of the mirror. So yeah, gotcha. It's all good. Cheryl it's, and Chad's house is super cute. Their neighborhood is super cute. Um, mm. Cheryl and I we're going to try boiled peanuts because she's from she lives oh. in this in Tennessee and she's never had one. And so boiled we were like, penis. yeah, we're gonna do this. We're gonna try this, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I read about them. And we decided not to. Oh, so you didn't try them? Because that sounds <laughs> no. gross to me. So, sorry. Try them. And since you left, Karen, Chad keeps joking around that he's going to make me try boiled peanuts. So, <laughs> thank you very much. Well, you're, you're more than welcome. Well, you know, you did try alligator. So, oh my gosh. Karen Karen got me to try alligator in Savannah. I did. Oh. I did. That was, was good. It? And was it good? It was average. It was not good. It was average. I <laughs> liked it. Karen it was average. Did it, it taste was, like I chicken? I loved it. It, it tasted, tasted like sausage. Not nearly as good as chicken. <laughs> it was it was alligator sausage. It tasted like sausage. Just it tasted kind of like a little bit of a seafood sausage. So does it have like any gamey taste to it? Or is it just no. I don't know. No? no, not really. Not really. It oh, was creepy. delicious. No, I never thought I would try alligator in my life, and I did. I did that on our haunted road trip. So. Well, if you can eat alligator, you can eat boiled peanuts. Well, I mean, that's, come on. that's a great point. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know about that now. Chuck. Come on. I don't know. They, is that really bad? I mean, they taste really it, bad. It was when they started talking about that you suck the brine out of the shell, and I just thought, no. Uh, oh, <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't sound like it's for me. So that so it's like liquefied in the shell. I don't know. We probably That's, should have tried them because then we can talk about it. That's so, really gross. Stick a little straw in there. So, oh, this may have to be like a two-part podcast because we're going very slow through our trip. We're going very slow. Very slow. So right. we're still we're still. I mean, I'm just there. I just got there and I'm sharing a room with Bettina, and we were there for ten days. We did things for 10 days, so we haven't even left the house yet. So we get up the next morning, and um, Cheryl and Chad, we decided, actually, we did get up pretty early, remember, because we we didn't know if it was going to be busy at the Great Smoky Mountains National Park or not. Um, and so we went there, and it was not busy, and we saw a lot of turkeys. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wild turkeys. Okay. Um, but there was a church. Okay. The church, Cheryl. So I, I, they took me to a church. So here's the thing: if you watch the TV show Paranormal Caught on Camera, and yes. you know they have different clips of supposedly paranormal, you know, phenomena that's been captured right. on camera. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a clip of a paranormal investigator. Excuse me, I have to cough. Just one second. All right, I'm back. 
And he was in Cades Cove Scenic Loop, which is in the Great Smoky Mountains, which is about 45 minutes from where we live here in Tennessee. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. We go there occasionally. We drive around the loop. We, you know, just enjoy nature and the animals and all that. And anyway, this paranormal investigator went to one of the structures that they have some of these old structures that were there from when people used to live in the park. Of course, they don't now, but they still have some of these really super old buildings of when they, you know, lived the mountain life. And they had, of course, some churches. They have, you know, two or three churches back in that loop. Like little one-room schoolhouse-looking churches. Exactly. Oh, okay. And the paranormal investigator on the TV show was there because he had heard it was haunted. And on his video, he is there alone, from what I can tell, and he captures activity. He captures um, the Bibles that are sitting in there, flipping pages, flying off onto the floor. I think he caught some shadows, stuff like that. So I thought, well, I know exactly where that is. Let's go check it out. So Chad and I checked it out on our own one time. And then I wanted to take Karen to get her impressions. So we went in and Karen, what did you think? Well, um, so what I think was that, so it felt like a, um, like a minister, and it felt like that basically it was anybody like messing with or touching. It was when there's there wasn't like an elevated space per se. It was like a box on the floor with the lectern or pulpit or whatever you call yeah. it, right? Yeah. So it was elevated by maybe it was like stepping up on a curb. But what I kept every time I tried to step up there, I got this. Nope, don't go there. And then Chad did too. When, didn't Chad get like dizzy or something in there? Yeah. Chad felt it a little bit too. He had a reaction. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And so Cheryl, of course, was like, "Well, I'm going up there." <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. So she was. She had her camera trained because she she wants to get she wants to get that paranormal caught on camera. I she wants it. Wants it. I want to be on Paranormal Con on camera. What can I say? I'll admit it right now. I want to catch something and send it into them. It's all well and good. So anyway, we weren't there a horribly long time, but it just really, that's kind of what feels like is happening there is that, um, you know, this is kind of a sacred space where the minister was administered to his people and don't mess with it. And while we did not catch anything on camera, it was an interesting it was interesting to hear both Karen and Chad give their perspective on the location uh, because I say I'm about as psychic as a rock. And so I don't usually get, occasionally I will get the feeling of a presence of a spirit, but usually I don't get as strong feelings as you and Chad do. So I like to hear you guys' perspective. Yes, I get it. So then we drove through the park and we were looking to see a bear because apparently in Tennessee bears are everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. (laughs) Um, And yet we hadn't seen one, but as we were driving down, we were actually driving and we were going to go on this part of loop. And Cheryl was like, wait, that looks like a pile of bear poop on that road. So we drove (laughs) by and looked, and it was, it it was bear poop that we literally, she did. And so really, yeah. uh Uh-huh. So okay. we saw bear poop, so we were super excited about that, but we did not see the bears until we left the park. <laughs> Sorry. That's funny. So you saw bear scat. Did you take pictures of it, Cheryl? 
I totally wanted to. And I asked Karen and Chad oh God. and they refused. So, you know, I wanted <laughs> I told her she wanted to know if it was bear poop so much she should get out and smell it and taste it. <laughs> Ew, I just asked about a picture. Oh, dear. I just wanted a picture of the bear poop. Okay, sorry. You could have <laughs> taken a picture of the bear poop. I could have pulled over and taken my own picture. You could have pulled over and taken. We pulled over and looked at it. There were cars around us and people. I'm sure they were just like, what are these crazy yeah. people looking at? I wanted to know if it was fresh because then that meant there's a bear close by, right? So that was a thinking. <laughs> it was looked shy. fresh, but how do I know? <laughs> I'm not Cheryl, an expert in bear poop. Cheryl the Trapper. <laughs> I think it's fresh. The bear's nearby. I wanted to go find the bear, but we did, Karen, we did see a bear, but just not in the case. We saw two bears. We saw so Two bears, three bears. Yeah, we we drove all the we drove all the way through the park, and then mm-hmm. we got out of the park, and we were heading up towards like was it like towards Gatlinburg or something? Towards Gatlinburg, but we turned off before Gatlinburg because we had decided to go ahead and go to North Carolina. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. where we we're heading, and we were on this gorgeous mountain drive, and all of a sudden, cars stop in the middle of the road, and you know what that means? They're looking at an animal, right? So to the left, there are, I think there was a mother and two smaller bears, if I remember. Ah, uh, let me pull up the picture. I got my pictures what up to see. I they, only see two in the picture, okay. but that doesn't mean there was there weren't two or there wasn't a third. Gotcha. Well, there were these bears right there on the side of the road. And so I was overjoyed because I promised Karen a bear. So got her a bear. There you go. Wait, you didn't more, we more than a, one bear? I mean, you got a bunch of bears. Exactly. Got a couple of bears. Did was yeah. it with you on the trip that the people were standing really close to the elk too? Yes, that was on that drive too. Okay, yeah. so then we come across a herd of elk, big elk, right? Oh, and there okay. are literally people. This is this is this is how people die in national parks. So I'm just right. gonna put that out there. There are people parked. I have pictures of these people that are inches away from these elk. Oh heck no! Out of their car. Out of their car. Yeah, out of their car. Wow! Wow! Yeah, it was baffling. (laughs) We did not. We we did get out of the car, but at a respectful distance. Yes. (laughs) Didn't go anywhere near those elk. That's for sure. That's right. Wow. And so then we drove in. When we went to North Carolina, we um. The heck's that a picture of? Where did we go there? I don't know what that is. Oh, that's okay. Sorry. I was like, what is that? Okay. But when we went to, when we were in North Carolina, we went to the Omni Grove Park Inn, which is also haunted. It's haunted by the pink lady, um, a pink lady ghost, but it's this magical, like it, doesn't it look like a fairy tale, Cheryl? It is so magical and fairy tale. Like I did not want to leave. Yeah, it's, it's in Asheville, right? That's Asheville. Where we were uh-huh. in. Yeah, so we're in Asheville, North Carolina. It's made of stone, but it's got like the it's it's this kind of stone with those kind of rolling roofs and chimneys, and it's on a hill, so it's spread out overlooking this valley with all of these little stone pathways and uh, magic. Yeah. Wow. Unfortunately, no we did Wait, not. Was- the, the the pink lady so no 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 ghost but was, we had a really good lunch and some drinks yeah, we sure was did. it like was it like one building or was it a bunch of buildings i mean was it 
Um, so I think that it's like there's a main building, but then they've added yeah. on an addition. Okay. But yeah, it's it's so it's so pretty. It's like it's huge. It's magic. It's a very I think it's a fairly high end uh, hotel resort. Yeah. Hmm. And good food. Good food. Good drinks. <laughs> good food. Good food. Good drinks. Good God. So. <laughs> So then we had to return to Knoxville um, because we were getting up the next morning. And where were we going, Cheryl? We were driving to Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Mm. I know. Cheryl and Chad have been there before, and I have not. Yes. Um, so we had found this incredible Airbnb online. Well, obviously, you find an Airbnb online. <laughs> Captain Obvious. Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Cheryl and Chad got to know Captain Obvious very well. When I get tired, that's when uh -huh. I do. I become and, Captain Obvious. And then she started rubbing off on me, and I became her assistant, Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious as well. Yes, poor Chad. <laughs> but anyway, it was this big nineteen. Was it nineteen? Do you remember what year? He said nineteen oh eight. It was the early 1900s, and I cannot yeah. remember the exact year. Uh, a, a Victorian with, like, the turret room, mm -hmm. you know, the round. Cheryl and Chad, you guys slept in that turret room, right? We did, yes. Yeah. We slept um, in the turret room, and they had a supposedly creepy, possibly haunted rocking chair. Um, it had a face on it. It had a weird Ooh. face on it. I will need to put that picture online, but we didn't get any activity around it. So. No, but I felt a vibe. We, I walked in the room and I was like, whoa, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's so, happy vibes, that's for sure. And I said, well, this is your room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all good with that. You know me. I want to be in the haunted room. So. I know. And then, um, like, the turret, it seemed like the whole turret area of that house, right? I don't know. It's not a turret, but I don't know what to call it. Um, the rounded part. Yeah. Um. It it seemed like that whole area because downstairs from that was where all of that kind of um Victorian furniture was as well. Yeah. And that was where we really felt kind of a vibe. Um. Mm -hmm. And then um Robin Marie, who people who have listened to the show know and have heard of uh, psychic Robin Marie, she actually came and met us there the next day and stayed in the Airbnb with us in the third room, and oh. um she felt that same vibe in that spot. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely a little something. But the um, the inn owners definitely seem to be ghost deniers. Not going to lie. Go ghost yeah, deniers? Yeah, there was an awkward moment when I asked the inn, one of the innkeepers if they had any unusual activity in the inn. And uh, the dead silence was definitely Karen. Karen rapidly changed the subject. Karen, yes, very quickly asked about the tree. What type of tree was across? The oh, road. that's what it was. Yeah, I said, "Is that a sycamore?" Because I cannot stand. Uh, I'm like, I fear awkward silence. You guys, I do. Yeah, it was awkward. Oh, yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, is that a sycamore?" I didn't know you had these here. <laughs> nice save, Karen. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Nice well, that's okay. We probably further freak them out later, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and so we got checked into this lovely Airbnb, and I think we went and just did kind of a. Oh, we did. That we did. was the night of the bloody man. I'm sorry. What? 
Oh dear, that was that night. Oh, that was that night. So we drove out. So we were in the Airbnb was in Waynesboro, which was about a forty minute drive um, to Gettysburg, okay. uh, but totally worth it. Yeah. So we drove out to Gettysburg, and um, we first went to Devil's Den, and dang it, Devil's Den was closed. They're doing oh. some stuff. No, but it's okay. We went and we went up on top um, where you could go. Uh -huh. And just kind of looked out over everything. And I don't remember. Did we notice anything up there, Cheryl? No. Now, we've been to Gettysburg before. And Chad, when we went before, Chad had some type of psychic experience at Devil's Den in, Gettys in the Gettysburg uh, National Park, where he felt he was drawn to a monument at the top of the devil's den, which is a, a rock, a bunch of rock formations right there. And at the top, there's, you know, a big hill and that, and there was a monument at the top. He had never been there before. He took off and went up the, the trail to this monument. Like he knew what was up there. I'm like, where is he going? And I finally catch up to him and he tells me about his experience where he was drawn to that area. He said he also felt a sharp pain in his stomach or side area. And he felt a very strong emotional attachment, if you will, to that specific location. So yeah. I don't know if he was picking up on what happened there. Or I think he, he was had, there. He might have had a past life and been mm -hmm. a soldier there. I don't yeah. know. Yes. Oh, I forgot, though, to mention that before we got to Gettysburg, we accidentally went to Saks Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> We did. Yes. We were trying to find Gettysburg and instead we found Saks Bridge, which was great um, because this is a bridge that's uh, often reported as haunted and it's where both Union and Confederate troops would cross. And some other things happened on this bridge as well. And we hit it just as, as it, I mean, it was beautiful yeah. um, at the time. And so I actually picked up some stuff there and then had Chad walk by the same area where I was. And he sort of felt a little something too. But we'll get to that later because I figured out what it was two days later. So... Oh. <laughs> So, but, so then we went into the, um, so we left, we hung out kind of up top of, of um, Devil's Den for a few minutes and just sort of took it in and you can see all sorts of stuff. Well, from Devil's Den, you just kind of go down, go around it and then you come down the hill and there's another hill that goes up to, is it, I always call it the wrong thing, Cheryl. I, I think little, it's called Little Round Top. Little Round Top. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that might be right because I kept calling it Big Little Top, and I'm pretty sure that's not the because <laughs> there's a big round top and a little round top. So yes. anyway, we we went as we were coming up to Little Round Top. There's a guy coming down the hill on a skateboard, and there's and as we come around the curve, now this is a rocky hill in a national battlefield. There's a guy laying on the ground, unmoving, off of a skateboard in a pool of blood. Uh Oh, you know, I thought it was a joke at first. I thought it was a joke. His friend was laughing. And what I thought was, I thought, boy, I hope they're not going to steal our car or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, and there, because there were a group of young people that were standing there and kind of staring and then they had cameras. Yeah. So, um, the guy on the ground, the book. well, he, yeah, yeah. And he didn't, he continued to not move. And so huh? we kind of really quickly discussed it. And Chad got out and called 911 um, 
this guy was 40 something years old. Uh, so he should have known better. No helmet skateboarding down this rocky bumpy hill from oh my God. little round top. I almost called it big, big little top again. It's a, um, hill. It's, a it's a big, hill. yeah, it's a big kind of steep hill. Not a good and idea. especially if you're on a skateboard, but he kept trying to like, he, he gained, regained consciousness and he wouldn't believe that he'd been knocked out. And he kept trying to get up and walk, but every time he would try to walk, he would like, like he would almost go down again. Yeah. And so we were yeah. trying to get him to stay sitting down. And so basically, I finally just distracted him by having him sit down and holding gauze on his head until somebody could get there and just talking to him because he kept trying to get up and leave. Wow. So anyway, police came, ambulance came. We, we we left them to whatever happened to him. He refused to go to the hospital, so I hope he was okay because he was knocked out. His pupils were, I mean, he he was concussed very clearly. Yeah. Um, but you can't make somebody do something, right? Right. Um, and so then we went up to Big Little Top, and um, that's not it. <laughs> little Round Top. Thank you. <laughs> So we went up to Little Round Top, and actually that was very. Uh, so, and they're getting ready to close that for two years as well. So if you're planning on going to Gettysburg, know that it's probably closed now. Check the National Parks app because both Devil's Den and, and Little Round Top might be closed right now. But that doesn't mean the park's not worthwhile. So we went up there, and um, it was very interesting. It was the sun was just starting to set, and um, I kept hearing a voice say, "All's quiet." all's quiet, all's quiet. And then I can't remember what else he was saying, but it was a young male voice, all's quiet. And he was like whispering it, all's quiet. And um, then Ch Chad, and I told, did I tell you guys that I was hmm. hearing it? Is that what was happening, Cheryl? Uh, yeah, you did tell us that, yes. And so Chad got out his, uh, got out an app and he said, I knew as my finger was pushing this that I shouldn't be doing it. And um, he started playing the sound of, um, of like artillery or something. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. literally went, Stop that! Wow. <laughs> it was scary. It was scary. Here's it the was... thing Chad meant no harm. He didn't think. No, it no. Was... What happened was, is on investigations, we sometimes use trigger objects to try and get yeah. responses. And he thought, oh, this might get some type of response. He didn't realize mm -hmm. until, you know, immediately after that it would be upsetting to any spirits that might be present, you know? Right, so, right. Karen picked up on that real quick. <laughs> but I don't even, I mean, like, I didn't even have control of that. That just came out. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had to yell stop that because I this agitation I felt was incredible. Um, wow. And then didn't, so... You're going to have to fill me in a little bit, Cheryl, because I'm a little foggy, but I know we got in the car and he was like with us. He was. So we got in the car to leave a little bit later. And the young male spirit, was he 16? I believe you said was in 15, the car I think 15, 15. Yeah. And really young. And he started to communicate through Karen. And um, do you remember what you were saying, Karen? I remember when you said he, that 15, that he was, that was awfully young. And he said something like, that's not young. I'm a man or something like that. I remember that. Um, I, 
he gave us a name. He did, and I, I think we wrote it down. Unfortunately, I don't think I have it here with me now. We we recorded it. It's on a recording somewhere. Yeah. But he told us some other stuff, too, and I don't even really remember everything he told us, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Was he the spirit that really wanted to see his mom again? That's, that- yes. Okay. Yes. He wanted to see his mom. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so he was with you guys in the vehicle and everything. And- yeah, we actually just kind of stopped and sat in the car with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and talk to him and, um, you know, told him you can see your mom, you don't have to stay here and, you know, and eventually he, he left us mm-hmm. because we went back to the Airbnb and that was kind of it. Did we do anything? Did we have anything? We, I think we were really tired, weren't we? So we just kind of went yeah. to the Airbnb and went to bed. Yeah, I think we we went to bed early that night. <laughs> we had the honestly the the skateboarder trauma was was really it really I, it was I, traumatic I was nightmares that night. I, I couldn't. It was mm-hmm. hard to get past that. Um, seeing it was that very night. upsetting. Yeah. Um, so well, we yeah, went early. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, so we went um, we went back the next day. Robin Marie wasn't there yet. So we went back. Mm-hmm. Um and we just kinda did we just kinda we went several places in the park. Yeah, yeah. We just we we went to other locations in the park and, and we went to the cemetery. Out. We had the cemetery all to ourselves, which was really, really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Yes, it was it was, it was um an interesting experience being in that cemetery, just the three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so peaceful. Yeah. Was it big? Was it a small cemetery or a large cemetery? Or what was... Well, it's the national, it's like the Gettysburg National Cemetery. It's oh, the. Um... Well, then it's huge. Okay. It's gotcha. big. Yeah. It's okay. Big. All right. I got you. Yep. So it's not just people who died in Gettysburg who were there. It's any, it's a military cemetery. So there's right. all, all sorts of. So um, I don't really remember. I think that there was a little bit like when we first walked in, I sort of Cheryl and Chad also learned that when I go places, I sort of get sucked off in a direction and I'm gone. I don't say anything. I'm just like, Boom. yeah. So. <laughs> Where's Karen? Where'd you go? She's yeah. gone again. <laughs> I had to promise. I had to promise her. But when we went to Waverly that I wouldn't yeah. leave, I would, uh, yeah. that I would stay with an eyesight. Yeah, that gotcha. I if I, I had, I had to be able to see them. Was that what I agreed I was going to do? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, so you know, just little things. I mean, just sort of picking up energy and things as you go through. There's definitely a lot of stuff going on at Gettysburg. Um, there's so much of it that it's almost hard to filter through the noise. Um, and so then we had to drive back to the Airbnb so we could meet Robin. And then we went back and I think we just had lunch and kind of walked around downtown and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We just walked around downtown. Um, we had a nice time in the little downtown area. We wanted to get to the children's orphanage, the old children's orphanage that's reportedly haunted. Um, but we didn't make it. We'll save that for next trip. Um, yeah. that's right in that downtown little area there. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And was it, did we go to the crystal shop then or a different time? They have this really cool crystal shop down there. And I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's all running together. I think it's called the magic wand or something like that. Yeah. It was a cool, cool little man. crystal shop for sure. Yeah. Um, if you get to Gettysburg, go there. It's amazing. Love that place. 
So we'll stop narrating this quite so so precisely. So um, the next day we got up, we actually drove out to Antietam. Um, and Antietam was really important to me to go to because I don't know if you all remember Jeffrey Keene. I don't think we've had him on the show, but we interviewed him in the magazine. And he wrote Wait, a book you, called... Karen? I have to what? interrupt. He, he was on the, the Paranormal Underground podcast in our early days. Oh, he was one of our first guests then, so many years ago. And he wrote a book called Someone Else's Yesterday, and it's about his memories that came to him when he was visiting Antietam of being um, General John B. Gordon, who was the one of the commanding officers at Antietam, which is the bloodiest battle in, in the Civil War. Um, and it all takes place in kind of this very small little depression called the Sunken Road or the Bloody Lane. Um, mm -hmm. And so Cheryl and I, Cheryl and Chad and I kind of went and walked down there and really that place was very affecting to me. I mean, it just felt, yeah. Uh, it, I it's hard to explain, but um, go to it. Emotional, emotionally, yeah, absolutely, okay, absolutely. And it's beautiful. It's such a the whole thing with Gettysburg and Antietam is it's such mm. a juxtaposition because these places are so peaceful and so serene and so beautiful and yet such horrible horrible things happened there yeah. yeah 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 so we did antietam and then we drove out to um something ferry harper's ferry or something like that in west virginia and then we just drove back into gettysburg and we decided to look for the tennessee monument and then we went back to sax bridge and um when we went back to sax bridge i actually was like i i found I, that spot kept calling to me again and so mm -hmm. Cheryl and Chad and Robin were kind of all outside on one side or the other of the bridge. And I I got this very distinct impression of, of hanging there. And so I came off and I asked, is this a hanging bridge? And Chad looked it up. And apparently it was. So wow. I think that's what I kept feeling there at Saks Bridge. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. And then the next day... Um, we went on and oh oh but we did our estes method we did at, on the, the bridge in no at the well end. we did it in the car first at the bridge remember and mm -hmm. this is important actually because oh. it kind of set up everything else remember because i was hearing so i had the headphones and the blindfold on um and i kept i and i i the thing with the estes method is you almost don't remember what you're saying um, mm -hmm. It's very right. immersive, and so it's it's all a little jumbled. If you're the person inside, essentially, is kind of what I Correct. think. Yeah. So, Karen, what I yeah. Can you can you describe to the listeners what is involved in this method? Sure, the Estes method is really simple. It's um, one person uses a ghost box, which is basically just a radio that scans frequencies instead of staying on any one station, and they have it plugged into a headphone headphones so they can't hear anything but the the radio the ghost box and they also have a blindfold on and then the people ask questions and you just say exactly what you hear in the headphones mm -hmm. so um it's a very almost a disorienting experience it's a little hypnotic and you just sort of get very sucked into what it is well what was interesting is i don't know if i was answering a ton of what you guys were asking because i don't even really remember what you were asking but i remember very distinctly that a voice said i'm here now or something along those lines and it sounded like rob st helen it was rob's voice yeah. wow yeah, yeah. 
And jumping ahead a little bit, we got Rob through um, that method quite a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So we went back to the Airbnb and we did the Estes method that night again. Um, with mm -hmm. Did you do it too, Cheryl? I think we both did. We both did. Yeah. Yeah. We took turns. Um, but it was really strange when I was doing it. So you guys were questioning, Cheryl, you're going to kind of have to explain it because I know that I heard Rob several times and we think that Rob was trying to protect me, but we figured out why. Right. So Robin, Chad and myself were asking questions. And so Karen couldn't hear us. Obviously she had on the, the soundproof headphones and was mm -hmm. listening to the box that are connected to the headphones and we're asking these questions. So we were asking, trying to, we had determined um, that there was a female spirit um, in the downstairs portion of the house. Robin had actually seen her psychically looking out the window at us at the time. And we were out trying to ask who she was, if she could tell us her story, you know, when did she live there? Anyway, we started getting some responses, but very quickly, I believe it was, we started getting a very negative entity communicating through the ghost box. Um, he was becoming very nasty. And that's when I think that Rob came through as a protection, right, Karen? Yeah. Wasn't it like Mike from Pittsburgh or something like that? Yeah. He had been in the penitentiary and, um, he was not very nice. He was he was mean. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, but tell him that you said something. No, I said let's see. I'll smack you. Yes. Right? Yeah. And Chad yeah. immediately said, No, you won't. And I said, I'll smack you too. Yep. It was out my jaw was on the floor. <laughs> it was very, very um shocking. Let's just put it to that way. And yeah, I, so, oh, go let ahead. Me just, let me just tell the listeners: you cannot. Yeah, I'm going to assure you. You, you can't hear anything. Hear anything. I could have been mm -mm. next to Karen's ear asking a question, and she could not hear me. These are top mm -hmm. of the line headphones. You cannot hear. They're soundproof. You cannot hear outside of these headphones. Uh, maybe you might hear a murmur, like possibly, but you can't hear what's being asked. Nothing like that. Okay, so. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I, I think I eventually stopped it because he was saying vile things to me, like mm. vile things that I wasn't even repeating. Like not, I, there words I wouldn't use. They were things that it was vile. So we wow. stopped. Um, we bid goodbye to Robin. We went mm -hmm. back. No. And then we got in the car and we went to, this is when we went to the Mothman Museum in Point Pleasant. Uh, it was yes. on the way because we were headed to Waverly. And so we were going to stay in um, West Virginia uh, as a halfway point to Louisville. And um, so we thought, well, hey. And so Chad looked and it was like an, like literally an hour from where we were staying. So, of course, we had to go to Point Pleasant. The first thing we did is drove across the wrong bridge and recorded it until we realized <laughs> it was the wrong bridge. So, yay us. Yeah, I'm sure the locals were laughing at us a lot. Yeah, look at the tourists. You get the wrong bridge. What are they doing? I know. I know. Yeah, and then we went classic. back to, I know. And then we went back into the museum, which it's just this little small, re I mean, but it's like two bucks a person or something. Best two bucks we ever spent. 
It was. Go to the museum. Oh my God. It's just, it's like all these people's artwork, little statues of, I mean, freaky statues of Mothman and stuff. And and men in black and there was stuff from the movie the mothman prophecies they had some artifacts from that yeah. and oh, newspaper cool. reports and and all of that stuff and we just had way more fun than we should have um and then we went out and took our picture with mothman the the big statue that they have yeah, the one statue. you see that was oh, yeah. so exciting to see do you know that he has a hairy chest explain to me why <laughs> the mothman yeah the mothman statue has a hairy chest I didn't know that. I mean, it's like carved hair. It's not yeah, like right, actual but still. hair. Yeah. So they have feathers, not hair. Oh, Actually. maybe they were feathers, Cheryl. It looked, it looked like hair, but they were probably feathers. feathers. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes way more sense than the hairy chest yeah, that I thought like it was. Fly monkey or something, you know? <laughs> and, you know, I've got to tell you, I have seen that Mothman statue so many times for things, articles I've written and everything else over the years. And it was kind of groovy to see it. It was. Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. It was amazing. We hadn't planned to go there. I think that's why we were just really enjoying it because it was an impromptu trip there. Something, mm -hmm. someplace I've always wanted to go see, and it was fun. I had this brilliant idea to go find the T, the old TNT factory, which is where the Mothman supposedly lives. Yeah. That didn't go well, but I saw a weasel on the way. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, that's true. Karen saw a weasel for the first time in her life, like in real person, in real life. Um, so I didn't do my research and so I did not go down the correct road. I went down a side road, which is the worst road I've ever driven on in my life. Um, so we get to the TNT factory. Of course, it's not there anymore, but you know, the road leads to, but we did put a hole in their tire, but we did put a hole in the tire. Oh God. So, you got a flat. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> Oh we had, my a, we Lord. had a slow leak that became a flat. The next morning, so, yeah. We had yeah, a flat. so we spent a good part of the next morning on our way to Louisville trying to find a place that could replace the tire, driving on the donut spare. So we had to stop every <laughs> 40 minutes and touch the tire. I was the official tire toucher. I did a, a great job. Yeah. Yep. Good. That's good. Had to and, make sure it wasn't about to explode, you know. Yep. Yeah, so we right, got the exactly. tire replaced and made it to Louisville just in time to have our meetup at Waverly. So wow. there are going to be some familiar names now for people who have listened to the show and the podcast over the last couple of years. First of all, we met with Teresa West and her husband, Wade. Teresa is a longtime um, listener, often participant. She participated in our earliest podcasts. She was one of the panel that we had on. Um, and so they were at Waverly. And then also... For fans of the Big Seance podcast, we also met up with Patrick Keller and some of his friends. Um, mm -hmm. And so we had a good group there and we had such a great time. I mean, it was fairly quiet as far as things go, but just to be there, Cheryl and Chad have been there before, no biggie. Um, <laughs> that was, do you know that was Chad's fourth time there? Yeah. But it, we have, the bathroom is super fancy. Much I was shocked at how fancy the bathroom was. Um, yeah. But we did we did do the Estes method again, and we did a double Estes method where we would have two people. Um, we, we had two ghost boxes, two sets of headphones, um, one blindfold, and one kitty hat because we bought matching kitty hats at 
at Waverly. And so that yeah. acted as our second blindfold. Um, and so Cheryl and I did it. We're the first ones who did it. And we did it up in kind of an atrium. I don't even know what you call it. I guess sunroom or something up on one of the floors at Waverly. Um, mm -hmm. And we had some interesting stuff there. I guess Cheryl and I, like, I said something like, Al, you're hurting me. And Cheryl yelled, take that. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so some stuff came from that. And then um, we did the shadow person experiment badly, which I didn't understand, but it was something the guy there showed us how to do uh, oh. on whatever floor has the shadow people. Mm -hmm. um, and then we did, we went down into the morgue and we did double Estes method with different people this time. We did two set, different sets of people. Um so the first one was Patrick Keller was one of them, and he kept singing, which was hilarious. He <laughs> he had the he had the pussy hat blindfold on, kitty hat blindfold on, and um, then his one of his friends was the other one who was blindfolded and doing it. And Patrick wasn't getting a lot, but what was interesting is his friend Matt definitely was, um, because we had like a pretty full on conversation with him. It's all on if you go on um, the Big Sands podcast page on Facebook, Patrick mm -hmm. lived it. So you can see these sessions. Um, oh, cool. But the second one was the one I thought that was more interesting with Natalie, who is uh, Teresa's husband's cousin, Wade's cousin. And um, the other Matt, who really didn't get a thing. It was the first time that anybody who had been hooked up to one of those ghost boxes had been silent all night, got nothing. And we mm -hmm. had a full-on conversation in the morgue with Natalie about Albert, with Albert. She kept saying, Albert, I'm Albert. Um, and, like, I died alone. And it was really interesting. It's it's oh, wow. all, yeah. I don't think, Patrick's phone had died by then. Um, I don't have permission from Natalie to share that except I could probably share the audio. So it may be something that we can make available as an extra or something to the podcast for people to listen to, because I thought it was fascinating. Didn't you, Cheryl? Did you feel like that was the most um, response we'd actually had with the ghost box with the Estes method? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that was pretty riveting and I thought that whoever was connecting Albert or Al was connecting with with Natalie she it just was having you know this conversation or here well you hear it out of the ghost box but they were telling her he was telling her these things specific to the location and his time there and so it was really interesting yeah, it was really fascinating and responsive to what we were saying. Yep. It wasn't it wasn't just like um you know, it wasn't just her saying random stuff and us listening. It was literally her right. saying things that that and answering questions we had. So that was amazing. Um and then we called it a night at Waverly. We bid Waverly adieu and we headed back to Tennessee for a night. And I'm pretty sure we just all crashed. <laughs> We oh yeah <laughs> and then we got up the very next day and we drove down to savannah georgia savannah yes so we had this house this townhouse was our airbnb got it online you know 
uh, was our Airbnb in Savannah. Really? On, oh. on one of those tree-lined streets. It was this two-story, gorgeous townhouse. Um, and yeah, it was a pretty interesting place. It was beautiful. I told Cheryl I felt like we should be sipping mint juleps on the veranda or something seriously it was amazing i love that place it was incredible oh. just gorgeous um and we did we did a ghost tour we weren't in savannah long it was kind of a scouting trip to see if cheryl and chad wanted to go back when they had time because they'd always thought about it we went and had dinner at um this is where we had the alligator what was the it called oh the pirate house the pirate house which is i guess like a pretty well-known haunted place um okay in savannah it's kind of this little old rabbit warren of these old wooden houses all together as a restaurant wow yeah and i'll just say i just want to tell everybody listening if you're ever there go to the pirate house not for the food but for the pirate margarita which is the best, <laughs> the best margarita i have ever had in my entire life i don't remember <laughs> what drink i had there oh i had a dark and stormy it was good yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pirate Margarita. Pirate Margarita. Um, so there's some things you should know about Savannah if you go to visit. The parking is a nightmare. Um, you go and get, you have to go and get a parking pass wherever they have the parking pass, like when you first come into town, because there's like no dedicated parking for anything. Really? Or very little. Yeah. Well, then, what do you do the parking pass? Is it like then they got like, well, it's street parking. Oh, oh! It's either meter or street parking. Yeah, you oh, meter wow. it or you get a pass. You go buy a pass. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So the pirate house was cool. Um, I liked the alligator. So whatever. <laughs> I will say that Chad's reaction to Savannah was super interesting. Is it okay if we talk about that? Absolutely. Okay. So Chad just was really out of sorts in Savannah. Um, like just felt, just didn't feel himself. Mm -hmm. And so as we're on this ghost box or ghost box on this ghost tour, ghost walk through downtown, through the squares and the, by the cemetery and stuff, the guy that was guiding it was telling us you are literally walking over graves. Savannah is just like one big cemetery. There's everything is built over the top of dead bodies. So if you ever need to hire or hide a body, I'm thinking burying it in Savannah is a good call <laughs> because the guy said that they don't even call the police when they dig them up anymore because there's just so many of them. Oh, well, there you go. Then put a hit on yeah. and bury them over there. Done. Yeah, but he told us some really interesting stories, but we, we finally, I mean, I could tell that Sh Chad was struggling. And so mm -hmm. I just kind of stood behind him and I put my hand on his back and gave him Reiki while we were standing listening to one of the stories. And then he said he was okay after that. Yeah, he oh, was okay. Cool. In fact, I just asked him a couple days ago how long the Reiki lasts. He said it lasted quite a while, like, you know, throughout time after we got home from the trip and you left so well that was my lasting gift to you it was, it was it worked like a charm but he was very sensitive to like maybe it was the the, the dead bodies underneath him i don't know mm -hmm. but he was definitely thrown off and and sensitive to whatever the atmosphere was there it was it was well, very chaotic well, 
Well, if yeah. the town has got all that underneath it, it's, it's got to be just a wealth of energy, you know? I mean, I would say that whole city is haunted AF, if you know what yep. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that I was surprised about is it's also quite a party city. Oh. Um, there are yeah. people like on party beer bikes where, you know, they all sit around a bar and drink beer and pedal. There are people <laughs> really? doing, yeah, there are people doing <laughs> pub crawls, walking around with cups of drinks all through all the squares and stuff. Wow. So I was surprised. Were you surprised by that? I was surprised by that. I, I did not expect it. Yeah. So, um, but it was interesting. It's, there's, it's one of those places where it's almost hard to zero in on any single energy and get a story because mm -hmm. everything is energy. It, yeah, it is so. really, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, for sure. And then, so we, the next morning, we were only there overnight. Um, the next morning we did a, a tour of the Sorrel Weed House, which mm. is um, one of the, I mean, we've seen pic pictures of spirits from that. It's supposedly a very haunted house, but I think every place there is. I'm pretty sure that the, the townhouse we stayed in had a little something going on. I got what sounded like a little bit of an EVP when Cheryl and I were asking questions and got a direct response to something we asked. I don't even remember what now. It wasn't a little EVP. It was an EVP. It was a class A EVP, Karen. <laughs> so, uh, it was, we, we were downstairs waiting for Chad to return from getting the parking pass. We decided to do a little um, EVP session and we asked, um, uh, what was the question about any spirits present? Um, were they there? And like, I don't remember, but the direct answer was a man saying yes. Well, there was no other men there. Okay. That's it was true. Us. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. That's true. And then we did an Estes method. I always say Estes. I don't know why Estes. Chad always said, no, it's Estes. Okay. Estes method session. Just Karen and I, when Chad was out. And oh, I forgot about that. It was a, a study. 10 minute session upstairs in the study. And I heard footsteps walking around. I felt like I got some legitimate answers from karen she did that she had the headphones on was listening to the ghost box and it was uh i want to go back and listen to that again because i feel like there was direct responses i started hearing footsteps walking down the hall i was like what is going on here so wow. it was that airbnb that we stayed at was definitely something going on there and I, i'm not surprised it's so historical and um yeah amazing nice. and the sorrel weed house was super cool um really <laughs> neat place we didn't do one of the ghost tours we just did a historical tour um but it was a really beautiful house one of the things that was very um i guess really affected me was that i have always understood slavery in a kind of academic sense right Mm -hmm. because I'm a northerner I live in Washington I've never been around in the south or any of that but when you walk up into the quarters and you see that they're sleeping on this little tiny moss Spanish moss filled mattress little on this little tiny bed of springs and just I don't know it brought a lot of that home to me in a way 
that I found really deeply affecting that I, I think where I've understood it academically, I understand it differently now. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 You, you understand it from the, the human side of things, the emotional and. Yeah, um, maybe. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know. Did it affect you guys that way too, Cheryl? Yeah, I, um, it, it really, it did because when you see that type of situation where someone has to sleep, it's not a mattress. It's like a, a thin layer. No, I, I was being generous and calling it a mattress. It's, it's just the conditions. Oh, terrible. And it hits home when you're right in that little room or you're, you're, you see mm -hmm. it right in front of your eyes. Um, you know, it's, it's bad enough hearing about it, but when you see it, yeesh, it's, it, it's yeah. Just, yeah. It, exactly. That's how I felt. It's like, I've, I mean, it's always been upsetting, right? But this was mm -hmm. like a new level of, of distressing. Yeah. It made, it, made it more of a reality, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pe that people would do that to other people. Yeah. Hey, Terrible. One yeah. of the highlights of the Sorrel Weed House tour tours, they have this really nice old piano. And oh. Karen actually got to play it. I have it on It video. was a Steinway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, it was an old, like, 1850s Steinway. Wow. Our townhouse that we stayed in, by the way, was also 1850. That was the year it was built. Yeah, and I think that's what we asked when we got the EVP that said yes. It has something to do with the date of the house, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. There was a super creepy portrait hanging above the stairs, though. There was. <laughs> 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 Took a selfie with him. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of a creepy guy. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so then we left Savannah. We had to. We had um, dinner reservations in Knoxville with another name that you might recognize, who was actually I think our first guest when we switched the podcast over to Intention is Everything, and that's um, my friend Nate Brown. And so he lives in Knoxville as well. So we met Nate and his his um, fiance now uh, for dinner at a place that is apparently Cheryl and Chad's new favorite place to go eat. <laughs> yes, it was called. Was it called Vida? I think Vida. Yeah, if you're in Knoxville, go to Vida. It's like a tapas. Yeah. It's it's kind of a Brazilian tapas place, but oh my god, it's really good and the drinks are good. And, mm. Oh, and it was nice seeing Nate, too. <laughs> yeah, it was nice <laughs> to, to finally meet Nate and Yvette in person. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that was, I mean, so, and that was kind of it. They took me back, and I got on the airplane the next day. Chad said, don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out. No, he didn't. <laughs> and, then he went, and then he went home and sat in his chair and, and relished the quiet for a few minutes and then missed me. He did. He missed you, Karen, immediately. Yeah. Well, that's he thinks you're hyper, and then he had you times two. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our trip. Do you have any questions, Chuck? Man. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I, well, uh, no, but I, well, I actually have one. When you were in hey. Waverly, did you guys do the – did you go into the shoot, the body shoot? Yes. Oh, yes, that's what I wanted to I ask. Walked, I didn't interrupt you, yes. but yeah. No, I walked partway down it, um, and then Ooh. Cheryl said something about spiders. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is far the enough. The guide who who took us on a tour, the some of us on a tour at the start of the 
the the evening said that mm -hmm. be careful at the end of the bottom the very bottom of the body shoot are gigantic spiders so i had really? to warn you i'm sorry i had to warn you oh, yeah. wow. he said like that people freak out because they can see their eyeballs staring at like spider eyeballs staring at them yes so Holy um patrick crap. and i patrick and i were the only two who went into the body shoot it was oh. um so it's disorienting and the reason yes. it's disorienting is not necessarily I, I i don't think it's an energy thing i think it's um an uneven ground uneven walls uneven mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. like a, a line of horizon thing yeah i didn't right, yeah. I, I actually thought waverly was pretty quiet we had a few things here and there um, you know, on that great session in the morgue, but I was actually surprised at how, oh, I did see the foot though, Cheryl. Yeah, you saw the foot and I saw a, a, a shadow person peek around a corner. Um, on the fourth floor. Yep. And, so, uh, and also I just want to say it was a very quiet night. I've been there twice and uh -huh. the time before that I went, uh, we had a group of five. That was it. Five in the whole building. We had quite a bit of activity the the night we went on our 10-day haunted tour was very quiet but we did, mm -hmm. we did have a, a little bit of activity what, yeah what, what's the what's the foot what, what are you, what's that? okay so we walked up so first of all i knew very excuse me i have a hiccups i knew very little about waverly as far as specifics and i didn't okay. want them because cheryl and chad were like well do you want us to tell i was like no don't tell me anything right. Right. Um, so I, I didn't know that the fourth floor was like the shadow person floor and Cheryl and Chad and I walked up and we had just gotten on the floor, right, Cheryl? I mean, we were, yeah. we had just come up Literally, the stairs just, yeah. on the floor and I looked down and there was a man's, a shadow man's foot, like in a boot right in front of Cheryl's foot, like with his toe to toe facing Cheryl. And I looked Just at it. Foot? I, yeah, like uh, yeah, and I watched it dissolve. Whoa! I was like, "Well, there's that." And as soon as I, it, before I could even finish saying "foot," it was gone. Oh, that's cool. So that was a thing that happened. Wow! Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Yeah. Well, then so, Cheryl saying she saw someone peeking around the corner too. So that's another I, shadow figure, right? Every yeah. time I see something like this, I always question myself. But I saw uh -huh. what I saw. You know, yeah. was no it was nobody from the group. I thought mm -hmm. I saw a shadow person looking around a door. That's all I can tell you. And oh, by the way, my cousin Jason and his wife Rachel came with us, and I yeah. need to follow up and ask them. I haven't had a chance to ask them if they experienced anything specific like that, like a, seeing a shadow person or something like that. I'm not sure if they did. But um, it was super cool to be there. I mean, mm -hmm. I'll just put that out there. It was really, really cool to be there. Um, just to see the place and to kind of get a sense of what it was. And it's yeah. not like we had nothing happen. Um, right. We actually, like in the context of an investigation, like if I was some other place, that would have been a mm -hmm. lot that happened. Right? Yeah. It's just this, right. it's huge. It's yeah, a huge right. place. Oh, you know, the other thing that was funny is I can't remember exactly, but when Cheryl and I were doing our double Estes method, apparently mm -hmm. sirens there were sirens down in the in uh, in the city and okay. either cheryl or i under the headphones were like it's the police <laughs> okay really? it must, must have been you i don't even i didn't even hear that about that yeah now. because patrick was like oh my god 
And then no, he said weird. he said that eventually it was like we were just having a conversation with they stopped asking questions and just listened to us talk to each other. Like we we almost had a conversation with each other without knowing it. It was just yeah. really weird. So yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It it was it so it was interesting. Any other questions you'd like to ask us? Oh <laughs> we're still yeah, friends. Well, no, well, yeah, I oh well I, I have I have one question. Like when you're in Gettysburg this whole time, I always hear that people see like the spirits of soldiers on the battlefield or anything. Did you see anything like that? Did you get a glimpse of any of that stuff? When we sat at the wheat field, did we see it or notice anything, Cheryl? We you and Rob Marie both had psychic impressions of the soldiers. We did not visually Cheryl. See that. Yes. We forgot our our special time together at Gettysburg. We did? Yes. You I and me. Forgot. I obviously forgot. We walked across the bridge. We left Chad and Robin Ooh, in the car. We did. We we did. We abandoned them for like 20 minutes. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't plan it, but we were at Devil's Den with Rob Marie a second time. And there's mm -hmm. this little um, area clearing across from Devil's Den. And there's a clearing and then there's some trees back there in a path. And so we set off, Karen and I set off on this path and we, we got to a certain spot and Karen, you had a big reaction to this one spot. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, Devil's Den um, basically faces Big Little Top. Um, <laughs> little Round Top. <laughs> Did I do it again? You did it again. <laughs> it's, it's the new chick mump. Um, but yes. anyway, so Devil's Den is, it's, I mean, by, by several football fields, but you can see them from each other. And there's this, this big rocky field between Devil's Den is down low and, um, little round top, yes. right? You got Yay. a round top is a high. And so, um. So I don't remember what my reaction was to that, mm -hmm. but I was like, whoa, this, this place is big, but you, do, what, what yes, did I react to that? Up on, you picked up on opposing forces. One of the, uh, I, I don't remember which side it was, but one oh, of I kept them, hearing like what was sounded like a rebel yell. Yes. And one of the soldiers was trying to hide under a rock area, an indentation area. And the other guy, Came up and him. him. I actually and, saw somebody get bayoneted. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, Whoa. but we were we did that. I haven't listened to the recordings from that yet either. Um, we we'll have to once we get all of our stuff list list to we'll put anything we find maybe up as bonus content or something. Yeah. So for sure. so that you guys can and hear it. But yeah, I actually like saw saw this dude hiding behind the rock and the other dude come running down the hill across the rocks and just bayonet him. Wow. Yeah, that was not awesome. Yeah. Well. No, yes, but no. Not that you know, I want somebody to get bayoneted, but I mean, in fact, that yeah, spirit, I, yeah. Cheryl was great, so so Robin wasn't feeling well, so she she was in the car quite a bit, um, no. and and just kind of sat and chat, chat as a gentleman, so he sat with her. So Cheryl, mm -hmm. Cheryl, and I kind of rode together, we went out and yeah. explored all sorts of stuff, so nice.
Yeah. Well, it sounds like you guys had a really good time. I mean, that was a lot of experiences and a lot of, um, you know, uh, cool paranormal activity and, you know, EVPs and all sorts of stuff. It, it, I know. I was thinking fact, we didn't. Yeah, I was thinking we didn't get much paranormal wise, but now when you put it all together like that, you we did up, okay. yeah, you did okay. <laughs> Plus, you got to see it's lots of nice, cool places, and you know, I mean, that's cool. I loved it. It was the trip of a lifetime. When are we going to do yeah. it again? I know it was so fun. Um, <laughs> we we will do it. We will do it again, but probably Jim will come this time, which means he'll drive. Yes. So, yeah. or maybe you guys need to come out here this time, or and we need to do it. Well, I'm going to be in Sedona in September. Uh, okay. We will not be there in September. I just said. <laughs> Probably in December, but not September. Well, we'll have to, but Sedona isn't like the haunted stuff. That's just a lovely retreaty thing. Yes, we'll have I to figure out. The retreaty thing. Oh, I yeah, I know. But I mean, for the, for the other thing, like to go do more road trippy stuff, we'll have yeah. to figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We will, because we're definitely going to do it again. So Cheryl and Chad and I, so I haven't, I've, we've known each other for years. And this is the first time we've been together physically. And I mean, it was like we'd known each other all our lives. So mm -hmm. yeah, it, it was, it was a lot of fun. There were no awkward silences on our drives. We, we squabbled drove. occasionally, you know, little squabble yeah. here and there. We laughed a lot. <laughs> Let's just be honest, Karen. The major squabbling had to do with my driving, okay? It had to do with the trucks. Uh, the it's one time I yelled at Cheryl and Chad was oh. like, I was like, I, I was, so I have from all my road trips with Jim, I have some truck drama. And <laughs> um, because trucks have tried to kill us more than once. And yeah. so I kept saying to Cheryl, he's going to come over. He's going to come over. Cheryl, he's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. He's oh. Cheryl's like he's not gonna. He did, but anyway, yeah, when we when we got through, that guy's not coming over. And what happens? He, he came over. Right over, trying to kill us. Yeah. When we got when we got through that, Chad said, "Well, we know Karen's trigger." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trucks. It was overall. I think we had a great time. We had a great time. It was amazing, amazing haunted road trip. When you figure that we spent basically 10 days together, most of it in a car. Yeah, we yeah. did great. Yeah. We did great. We did great. <laughs> yes. So that's it. That's our trip. Hopefully, Chuck, maybe next time you can at least meet us for part of it. We saw so many people and we did so many things and we met up with so many like people associated with the show and the magazine. Mm -hmm. yeah. that it just seemed like there was one incredible significant absence yeah yeah well, thank you uh, you, know, well, you know and i understand like when you said how you met cheryl and chad like physically it was sort of like when i met yeah. you physically yeah you know I mean? it was just like yeah. we just it was just like we were just we clicked okay i mean just whatever yeah. click boom done you know like it was nothing so yeah. yeah it would be nice to meet cheryl and chad in person yeah. i know i was really hoping you could come to waverly but next time i, I will yeah, we'll figure something out. So, Chuck, yes. does your Waverly shirt glow in the dark? Oh, oh, I don't know. I didn't. I have not. not I've not checked it to see if it does or not. I love that shirt, though, man. I wear it, and I'm like, "Where'd you get that from?" Like a friend of mine got it for me. Leave it alone. Don't <laughs> touch it. And your little cutout, uh, your little three D yeah. cutout card of Waverly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I love that. I showed it to my daughter, and she's. I go look at right down there that little. 
car and she's like she goes oh that's so cool i go i know because i haven't i ruined it by writing on it no <laughs> it's fine <laughs> you ruined it it added, it added an ambiance to it karen it's wonderful that's right it. you save that that autograph will be worth something someday yeah that's right <laughs> i know this lady right here i'm gonna put it on ebay now see what i can get for it <laughs> all righty so hey cheryl do we yes. actually um have our next guest scheduled or have we not heard back yet um we have heard back but we don't have a solid date but our next guest is our great friend bob fountain who is an investigator with spectral tech and, and a master if you've followed our previous podcast you've heard him on the show several times if you read the magazine you've read his great work he often shares his um, case files investigations with us in the magazine i've we've investigated with bob at um bobby mackey's music world before um so um he's i've got a date out to him i'm just waiting to hear back but he said he would love he's loved to be our first official guest and so I think that's a go. All nice. right. And Bob will be fun because Bob likes to talk about spiritual things as well as paranormal things. He's like me. He's all yeah. over the spectrum. He's like, Chuck, we're all kind of a, of a like mind. So, I mean, we're not always going to talk about ghosty things. We're going to talk about spiritual things. We're going to talk about metaphysical things. We are just here to explore all of it. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, you can drop us a note on our Facebook page or get a hold of any one of us. And um, we would be happy to talk about it. We've got some kind of interesting things we have planned for this. We're going to do this a little differently than we have in the past. We don't even know exactly what it's all going to look like yet, but we're going to have a lot of fun, whatever we do. So oh. if you want to help us shape the show and you have something that you'd like to hear us talk about or do, let us know. That sounds good. Absolutely. All right. So I want to thank everybody for listening to the very first podcast of Big Little Top. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> of Mindful Mystics. I had to think that through. I almost said modern. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to our very first podcast. The names and voices are familiar, uh, but we are excited to be back up and running and have the gang back together. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>